Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, we're business owners. We're business women specials. Do you have some sort of business woman special? <laughs> what kind of business you girls in? <laughs> Hi, Joey! Hello! Hi, Bitches, welcome to I Think Not, the podcast where Joey and I are business owners. We are. It's a very exciting time. It's a time to be alive. Now listen, I'm just going to get the hard part out of the way. A lot of people are like, can you tell us how this all happened? Two things I want to say. There are some things that we don't want to talk about, and there are some things that we can't talk about, and we want to focus on how excited we are because truly, like, this is one of the most exciting things that have ever happened to us in that we get to, as artists, which does not happen a lot, we get to own our work and create work that feels good for us and direct our work, like where we want to go, what we want to do. It's very exciting. And also, this would never happen without you guys. It absolutely would never happen without you. And we love you and we love each other. And we're so excited. And we're just, I'm just so excited to be here. Yes. And now should I get the bad news out of the way? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So Nick and I broke up. And I'm just telling you all this because you all have been invested and I talk about him on the podcast and- uh, We share our lives with them. Yeah, we do. And I love you all. I just want to say I am on good terms with Nick. I wish him all the best. And that's it. That's it. We got to say it because you guys are part of our life. You're part of our social media. Unless you just flipped on, in which case- So this is what happened. Good (laughs) luck. We're like, let's start at the very beginning. Also, welcome if this is your first time here and best of luck to you. You know, follow along and... I don't know, DM someone for the notes. Yeah, embrace the buffoonery. Yeah, and there is so much fun stuff ahead. First of all, we have a new Patreon tier. Yeah. We are so excited. So if you would like more Joey and I, you all, we offer you so much bonus content. For $5, you get four bonus episodes. I just have to say this. Have you ever taken a gander at some other Patreons? No. Do that tonight when you get home. Okay. A lot of them offer like one thing and 10% off their nudes. I use condoms. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, y'all, we offer you four bonus bonus episodes for less than a nitro cold brew. That's right. With our new tier, you get even more bonus episodes. There's a $10 tier and there is a $15 tier. Now, we made the $15 tier for two reasons. We wanted to interact with you more. So with that tier, we're going to do a watch party a month. We are going to watch a movie or maybe we'll watch a concert or maybe we'll watch a documentary or we'll watch some trash TV, whatever. It's just a way for us to hang out. We do a live chat while we do it and it's so much fun. It is. And if you're thinking, didn't you all just say that in your pre-roll? I'm going to say this. We're just excited. We're just excited. (laughs) And also, like we said, we plan on giving back more. So this gives us the opportunity to do a little bit more of the good stuff that makes our hearts feel good. So head on over there. There's also hundreds of episodes and buffoonery waiting for you, but we're just so excited to be here. Yeah. Are we we ready to do our first
first show as businesswomen? Yeah, we our cameras aren't working today, so <laughs> sorry about that, but we're in business suits. Yes, we are. And tube tops. And tube tops. Let's get to the episode. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Disappeared Season 10, Episode 3, Navajo Nightmare, tells the story of the disappearance of Pepita Redhair. Pepita Redhair disappeared. On March 24th, 2020. This is where my mom dropped off Pepita. She goes, Mom, I love you. Take care of yourself. It was the last time I saw my daughter alive. Her family is desperate for answers. Where could she go? What happened to her? Who did she go with if she did go with somebody? I yelled at the gate. Pete, I'm here at shelter, come out, and nothing. The dogs are barking. Someone looks through the window, they close it. That's what scared me a lot. All of a sudden, I felt that something bad happened to her. I could feel it in my gut. This episode of Disappeared retraces Pepita's last known steps. Human trafficking does happen in Albuquerque. We're less than 500 miles from the border. We're at the intersection of two interstate highway systems. We have cartels engaged in moving human beings. That's what made me afraid of, you know, what if. I'm not giving up. Well, y'all, we are in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This is new for us. This is new. You know the last time I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. No. When I shot that game show bullshit. I didn't know that was in Albuquerque. That was in Albuquerque because Netflix bought a billion acres of land in Albuquerque for $6 and they promised to bring a ton of work to Albuquerque. It's a huge boom and Albuquerque is like little Hollywood. Wow. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Well, I'm here to teach you things. Well, did you know that Albuquerque is also known as the hot air balloon capital of the world? I did not know that. Did you, tell me more. Did you also know that one of my worst fears is being in a hot air balloon as it plummets to the earth. I didn't know that. And that seems specific and irrational, but say more. I saw a TikTok where a man crashed his hot air balloon in a tree at a festival. He was fine. But the man who is filming it goes, that one didn't work. Sir, you are not helping. Put your phone down. I, you're just filming this hot air balloon crash into a tree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that one don't work. <laughs> 
What? Okay. Put down the camera, sir. So we start by meeting Pepita Redhair's mother, Anita King. And she says, Pepita, my daughter, she's a loving, kind person. And I have to tell you all, you know, when you just look at a picture of a person and you can see their smile and you can feel their warmth. That is what happens when you look at a picture of Pepita. You can tell she's just a good person. Also, Mama Anita is going to rip yep. your heart out. Yep. She's going to stomp on it. She's going to yep. whip it like some eggs. Yep. She's going to put it in a pan, bake it. Then she's going to throw it in the garbage because she, I can't with her. Prepare ye. Oh my gosh. She always texts me maybe three times a day. Even though she was living in her boyfriend's house south of Albuquerque, she would always message me, good night, mom. That's really sweet. It is really, really sweet. I should do that more. And we get the backstory. And when Pepita was five, they moved to Crown Point, New Mexico, which is a Navajo Indian reservation where she was born. And we see a picture of her at age five, just all smiles and cheeks. And we also meet Pepita's sister, Shelda, and she tells us more about Crown Point. Crown Point is on a small Navajo reservation. There's a lot of poverty. Not a lot of job options there in Crown Point. The Navajo is the second most populated Native American peoples. And I was so fascinated with Navajo culture when I was younger. Really? Yeah. Because in California, we learned so much about Native American culture. And I was just fascinated. And just hearing like their family and how rooted in tradition and family. It was very beautiful. And you saw it in the closeness of this family. It was sort of like everything that I learned as a, as a kid yeah. about just the richness of their love because they didn't have a lot. And this area didn't have a lot in terms of, you know, finances and money, but they just seem very like rich with love and rich with pride. Yeah. It was really beautiful. Yeah. Well, in 2016, Pepita met her boyfriend, Nick, and they were very in love. They would hug each other constantly or they would tell each other, I love you. Pepita moved into Nick's parents' home in Albuquerque about five or six months after they started dating. Six months after dating? Well, look, at I'm not going to look across the table to you, but no, that's a no from me. Yeah, Don't I look know. at me. I know you and your ex moved in together after, a, what, two and a half days? You guys went on the lesbian train on that one. <laughs> Is he gay? No, he's a lesbian. I'm confused and I'm not asking any more questions. Yes, I know. One of our dates was picking out a U-Haul. With Nick... Uh, I'm pretty sure they talked about the traditions of Navajo. Early on in the relationship, Pepita called me and questioned me about a Navajo wedding and how the ceremony goes. And so Pepita and Nick were serious. They were obviously talking about marriage. And Pepita was really excited about it. Weren't you just talking about getting married again, Ellen? I am really, really excited about my second wedding. My second wedding will be taking place in Boca Raton. Uh-huh. And then we just all walk into the ocean. Well, because you really just want to be rescued by a man. You've said that many times. I say, I've said it today. Yeah, you're just tired of captaining your own ship. And you know that you need a man to do it. You need a man to complete you. Thank you so much for seeing me for who I am. Could you, Honestly, could you imagine? imagine? It's like when I watch Love is Blind. Oh, by the way, Daisy Egan and I are having a recap podcast of Love is Blind on Grab Bad Collab. But it's like when I watch this, they're like, I'm 24 yeah. and I, I just really am looking for my person. You know, go look for a better hair moisturizer because <laughs> your roots are dry and that's what you be, should be focusing on. 
focus on a hobby, a job, focus on fixing your bangs, focus on something than finding a husband. You know what? We could all afford to fix our bangs a little more. Also, I just feel like when you are up for a reality show like that, they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, this person needs therapy. You're in. Yeah. You're in. You got it. You booked you it. You won. Yeah. So that brings us to March 25th. 2020. On March 25th of 2020, I didn't receive no text from Pepita. And I did text her. I said, are you okay? Please call me. Let me know everything's fine. There's nothing all day. On Friday the 27th, it's been two days. I did text her again, sweetie, where are you? Please call me. There's no text, no Facebook messenger, no phone calls from her. I called her boyfriend, Nick, and I asked him, Nick, please call me or um, text me where Pepita is. And he goes, I don't know, she left. Okay, do you care to elaborate on that a little bit? I, I thank you for starting that sentence. Yeah. Where is the ending of that sentence? Like what? Because you, you've not given me all the information. Give me a time. Give me a place. Give me a mode of transportation. Yeah, give me a maybe. right. Give me a left. Is she due east? Did your phone get disconnected and you weren't able to finish the end of that sentence? Yeah. No, I I, I don't know. She left. Okay, sir. Um. Well, I'll be there in five minutes. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna talk. But, you know, it's wild because this is on the 27th and on the 24th, Mama Anita had dropped Pepita off home after spending the day with them. It's, it's just, it's, it's very weird. And so Mama Anita says, Us Native American are very close. She wouldn't be gone that long without her texting me, contacting me, contacting her sister, her brother and her nieces. I love my children deep from my heart. And I knew something was wrong. So Mama Anita calls down bitch sister Shelda and she's like, this is what's going on. I'm calling the cops. Yep. And you know what that detective said at the Albuquerque Police Department? One of the officers told her, Pepita is an adult. She has a right to be missing. Maybe she's just at a friend's house. She'll pop up in a week or two. So don't worry. Don't worry? Oh, I'm not worrying. The person that should be worrying is you. you. Because you need to worry how you're going to dodge these hands yep. when you tell me not to worry about my child. She's at her fucking friend's house. Like, Mama Anita can barely get the words yeah. out. Don't worry. That is so condescending. Oh, yes. Also, I'm like, isn't this your job? Yeah. Isn't it your job? I mean, in most states, if someone is gone for 24 hours, you start an investigation. That the don't worry, just that that's me in a tailspin. You know what I else you have the right to do? You have the right to catch this foot in your ass. Yeah. So the family is like, fuck this, we're gonna go look for her. We started from where she hung out, where we knew she knew a lot of people. That's where we started from. She did ride the bus a lot, so we started hitting the bus stop. We also put flyers there for her. Now, listen, we give credit where credit is due. I did a lot of research on the Albuquerque Police Department, and I did a lot of research on crime in Albuquerque. This is par for the course. Really? Oh, they're not good. They're not good. I mean, we'll talk more as the episode goes on, but sometimes we see good police work. This isn't that day. Yeah. Anthony Rakowski, you are not. Yeah, exactly. And so the family was talking to everyone, and people actually remembered Pepita because she was so nice and outgoing. And they were like, we actually haven't seen her for a while. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So we meet Sean Griswold, who is the cousin we never saw in the National Lampoon's European vacation. Mm-hmm. Hit it! I-, I had to, I'm sorry. But Sean Griswold is actually a reporter with Source New Mexico. The timing for Pepita's disappearance was unfortunate. She went missing on March 24th, 2020. And shortly after, the COVID pandemic shut down almost the entire world. Sadly, the world wasn't focused on a missing person. However, I don't have to point out to our listeners that rarely are people focused on missing indigenous women. It's true. But this is a heightened and escalated state due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, I mean, we remember in March of 2020, all anyone was talking about was COVID and Trump. Yeah. And we also meet Darlene Gomez, who is an advocate for missing and murdered indigenous women. And she works on behalf of Pepita and her family. And let me tell y'all, Darlene is a badass. Yeah, she is. And she says, When I first met Anita King, she was very defeated. Some of the problems that the Albuquerque Police Department was facing is that it was COVID. They stopped all face-to-face investigations. They had a lot of police officers who were out sick. They just kept telling us the same thing. Because of the pandemic, we can't do anything. We're shutting down and... She'll come up in a week or two. Is that that was their only answer to us? Can you do something? Anything. Literally one thing. Print some flyers for us. Mama Anita did not stop begging. She called. She begged. She begged like a desperate woman looking for an answer from a man that's ghosted her. Ugh. When I tell you these people did nothing to help this family. I get it. It was a confusing time. What a horrible time to have a family tragedy. But my friends, you are there to protect and serve. Yep. And also, surprise to no one, the Albuquerque Police Department did not provide a statement to disappeared. The family also feels as if the follow-up was still not there and that police don't care about Pepita. The family alleges that there's racism with the department. Racial discrimination in the Albuquerque Police Department is a fact. We have a federal Department of Justice that reviews the police's relationship with communities of color and has shown there's a systemic problem going back decades. And I've definitely experienced it myself. And even advocate Darlene says, If it was a white woman and her parents said she is gone, this is not like her. Do I think some more resources would have been put into place? Most definitely. That's the thing I can't express because I can sit and I can have some empathy and understanding that this was a scary, weird time. But I I can't even, I I can't even, they couldn't even put a sign on the door. I'm not going to lie. This episode made me rage in a way that I haven't in a long time because I will never understand racism. I don't understand it at all. How anyone could think because they were born with a certain skin tone, 
How does that affect you? And it is a disease. It is a mental disorder that you think that because you were born a certain way that you're inherently better than people. Get a fucking grip. And so the family became so frustrated with the police that Mama Anita went to the Navajo Nation police. But here's the problem. But the issue there, of course, is that Pepita's case happened in Albuquerque. Jurisdictionally, the Navajo Nation police can't do anything about it. The Albuquerque Police Department is responsible for the investigation of her disappearance, and they're the only police agency that should be investigating this case. So what can they do? Well, Sister Shelda goes to the local news stations and hope that they might help. They're like, oh, sorry, we can't do anything for you. Can you flash her face? Can you print her name? Can you mention her name? Can you put a phone number? Like everything was COVID. It, yeah. Remember, it was 24 hours COVID. Can we take a break for two minutes? For a missing person. And the family's like, that's when we realized, OK, we have to do this on our own. So now Sister Shelda is thinking, is Pepita's boyfriend Nick holding her hostage in her home? So she drives over there and the house is gated so she can't go knock on the front door. Yeah. I remember I yelled at the gate, Pete, I'm here, Shelda, come out. You know, Nick, if you're in there, come out and talk to me. Where's Pita? Pita, you know, we're here. I'm here trying to look for you. Where are you? And nothing. The dogs are barking. If someone looks through the window, they close it. I would have licked myself on fire and run through that fucking door. I mean, I can't imagine being so close to answers or maybe getting answers and yet being so far away and feeling helpless. No one lifted a fucking finger. And so this is when we get a little background on Pepita and boyfriend Nick. Her boyfriend Nick is Native American. The first time I met him, I said, please take care of my daughter. She's a loving, kind person. I was happy with Pepita dating Nick because I saw them, you know, be an affectionate couple. Pepita was very happy with Nick. But then one day, Pepita told me that Nick hit her. She said Nick just got out of control with his drinking. Pepita told me that she was in an abusive relationship. I try to, you know, encourage my daughter to, you know, stay home, just move back. But she said, Mom, I, there's nothing here. I want to go back and be with Nick. She said, I love him. You, you don't. You don't. That is, that's trauma bonding. I mean, that's like, you know, for another podcast. But I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, it is so confusing when you think you love somebody and the narcissism and the control and the trauma. I just, whenever I hear that, I'm like, I know you think you do. I promise you don't. And what could the family do? Yeah. She, she's, a, she's, a, she's an adult. I mean, the sad thing is, is that people show you who they are. Yeah. All the time. If you pay attention to people and the things that they say and the things that they do, they will tell you exactly who they are. It may be a joke. It may be in passing. Yeah. They will tell you who they are. And the sad truth is, if somebody feels comfortable enough hitting you once, mm -hmm. they will feel comfortable enough to hit you again. And I get this. I'm not standing in judgment of anyone because people stay for all kinds of reasons. I just want to encourage you, if you are in a bad situation, there is better for you. You deserve to be loved and you deserve to be safe. And there is more out there for you. This is not the end all for you. Yeah. So then reporter Sean Griswold tells us this. Um, Native American women on average have the highest rates of domestic violence. 
one in two Native American women will face some type of violent situation in their life, whether that's a domestic violence situation, whether they're assaulted, whether they're kidnapped or they're murdered. And so it's, it's present in our community. I did not know those statistics. That is staggering. Mm -hmm. It is disheartening. And knowing that, and also knowing that the Albuquerque Police Department could not be bothered to lift a finger. And I'm sure they said, listen, her boyfriend is abusive. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they gave that information. And the fact that they did nothing, you have let this family down. I just cannot imagine seeing someone in pain saying, I'm terrified for my child and they're in an abusive situation. And you're like, sorry. Yeah. Go and fuck yourself. I told y'all I was angry. Fuck me yourself, you coward. <laughs> so <laughs> the family strongly suspected that boyfriend Nick was involved with her disappearance. But also, here's the adorable thing about Nick. Honestly, though, this is what really got me. Tell me. You know when like you search for a missing loved one and you do everything you can and you flyer and you ask questions and you canvas a neighborhood and stuff? The cute thing about him is he didn't do any of that. Yeah. And how in any way, shape, or form does that not put big neon sign arrows to you. He did not help in the search. He was absolutely the last person to see her. So what other choice does the family have other to think that he is involved? And also, if the Albuquerque police had even bothered to look into this at all, they would know that Nick had never been convicted of any violent crime, but there had been a lot of calls made about domestic violence. On 2-6-2020, there was a domestic disturbance, 1224, 2015 domestic disturbance. I know that she was hospitalized a few times looking back at medical records. From the beginning of my sister Pepita being missing, even during the pandemic, I believe that Nick should have been questioned um, thoroughly. The police had told me that Nick was interviewed once. There hasn't been an adequate response at all from police as to why Nick is not a suspect. Other than that, he's not a suspect. They they said they talked to him. However, I did some side research. Oh, God. No report was taken. No interview was made. The home was not checked. The home was not made a crime scene. They did not do it. A report wasn't taken. They just sort of shrugged their shoulders and were like, okay, what are you making for dinner? Oh, really? Okay, great. We're going to, are you hungry? We're going to swing back. Now nah, he's not involved. They just shrugged their shoulders and just said that he wasn't involved. And then they had the catastrophic amount of audacity to say they have done everything possible to properly investigate this case. I'm only getting angrier. I know. I'm mad. Nick wasn't charged for anything. And when Discovery reached out to him, he refused to comment. So now the family organizes a search near Nick and Pepita's home two weeks after her disappearance. This is where we started our footwork search. The West Mesa area in Albuquerque, it is desert. There's a lot of bushes, rocks, holes, caves, ditches. If you were to try to hide a body, that would be a perfect place because it's in a remote area. And sadly, after all that searching, they didn't find anything. So it's April 19th, 2020. Pepita has been missing for a month. And Nick wakes up. He's like, ah, oh, okay, I'm going to... I should get my oil changed, yeah. actually. That's due. I'm going to get some dog food. And I, you know what? I feel like I should just swing by the police and make a missing persons report. Because that girl who lived in my house, she's been gone a month. Yeah, good call. What Nicholas said was Pepita and him had an argument and she left on foot. 
Nicholas said that he had received a text message and that that text said that she was with a gentleman by the name of Laramie. And advocate Darlene asked Albuquerque police, okay, he said that. Was there any effort at all to find this Laramie person or have you located him? Have you spoken to him? And the Albuquerque police said, you know what? We're working on it around the clock. It is our number one priority. We'll get to it. Just kidding. They didn't respond at all. Did you ever have Cracker Jacks when you were little? I sure do you did. Remember Cracker Jacks? I do. For those of you who don't know, Cracker Jacks was like caramel corn. But do you remember what was in the Cracker Jack box? A prize. Yeah, a prize. Do you know what they give out in Cracker Jack boxes now? What? Police badges. <laughs> I walked right into yeah. that. In Albuquerque. <laughs> The guys, like holy shit! Look at this. I mean, it I is. I always in- thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be a match car. Wow, it's a, a police badge. I'm a policeman now. But look at this. It is truly infuriating. It is the Keystone copyist bunch of bozos that are absolutely doing nothing. Also, slide in my DMs. I dare you. I'll yeah. send you the 16 pages of stats I have on how crappy the Albuquerque police. Because also, don't get it twisted. Albuquerque is a dangerous city. It ranks number. 10 in the 320 most dangerous cities in the United States from the FBI crime data. Listen, there's always safe and not safe areas of every city, but compared to other big cities, the violent crime in Albuquerque, it's right up there. So not only are they a shitty police department, they're a shitty police department in a place that really, really needs people protecting its citizens. Yeah, I mean, the Albuquerque Police Department is as useful as an asshole on your elbow. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So now Mama Anita says, I didn't know the guy. It's the first time I heard about Laramie. I think Nick is lying. I told my mom, put it on Facebook. Say, hey, this is the last person that Nick claims Pepita was with at the time. Does anybody know Lermie? Lermie did get a hold of my mom. He basically told my mom I did know Pepita, but I am not with your daughter and I don't know where she is. The last time he saw Pepita was March 10, 2020 on his birthday because Pepito bought him a cupcake and sang happy birthday to him. The fact that she got a cupcake for Laramie and sang him happy birthday would be sweet to anyone, not to boyfriend Nick. 
They started arguing and Laramie says, I saw Nick hit Pepita and Laramie left because he didn't know what to do and he didn't want to cause any more problems. And that was the last time he saw Pepita. So I kind of want to talk about that for a minute. For something else that I'm doing for Rabia, I've been researching the bystander effect, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the idea that people don't always help other people in need. I want to be very fair in this because I'm sure Laramie was very scared in that moment. Walking away from a situation where someone is getting assaulted or hurt because it makes you feel uncomfortable makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I will say that I have gone the opposite direction and put myself in a dangerous situation. in a dangerous situation trying to help other people. A couple of weeks ago, I saw a woman being screamed at at Port Authority by a man. A man was screaming in her face and I walked right up to them and I said, do you need me to take you away right now? And I recognize that that man could have turned and hurt me, but I'm not putting myself on a pedestal by any means. But the idea that he would shrink and leave because he didn't know what to do. And I recognize that not everyone knows what to do in a situation like that. But you saw a man hit a woman and you walked away. How do you feel about that? You know, it's very scary because we live in New York City. Yeah. And we are taught to not get involved. We are taught that by getting involved, you can get yourself killed. Yep. And we've seen people get killed trying to be a good citizen. It's a risk. It's a risk you take. And it is a risk that some people are not willing to take. And so I honestly can't say that I would know what to do. I will say this. If I saw my friend yeah. get hit by a man, this is my reaction, right? I, I would maybe pick up something very blunt and knock them out and call the police and get that person out of there. That's me. It's that thing, too, that we never know you what never we know. would do I know. until you're I in know. that situation. I just like, how can you walk away from your friend? Also, this, this psychopaths Nick... I was like, did you say he bought her a cupcake or an Apple Watch? Yeah. He bought you a cupcake? So we're talking about a $3 cupcake that you lost your shit over? Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page as yeah. to how fucking crazy and controlling you are. Wow, your energy's really, really... Maybe it's because it's hot in here. <laughs> After talking to the Albuquerque Police Department detectives working on this case, it's my understanding that contact had not been made with Laramie it's my belief that they did not look into Laramie's Facebook account, cell phone records. So I don't believe that they were able to determine if she was indeed with Laramie. Down bitch Darlene was like, oh, so when you talk to Laramie, you question him, right? And they're like, mm, no. Well, surely you asked for his cell phone records. They're like, uh, no. Or you, you like checked his social media to see like where he was. Did you or, read like, Policing for Dummies? Yeah. Is that and they're, me and too. she's like, and they're like, no. And like, but he's not a suspect. They're like, correct. So basically, the detective who was initially assigned to this case was getting ready to retire. And advocate Darlene says, I think that that's why this case started off getting such little attention. There were no warrants ever issued, not for phone records, not for shit. What's even crazier is that they never even spoke with Laramie. And sadly, Laramie is deceased now. So if they wanted to speak with him, they couldn't. I, every ball that could have been dropped was it's dropped. It sounds like a joke. Yeah. It literally sounds like a bad joke. Like, carry the one. What did you all do? There is no whiteboard here. Yeah. So we hit May 20th, 2020, two months after Pepita's disappearance, and Mama Anita gets a call from a young woman saying, She did see Pepita. All the girl told us was, hey, Pepita is here at City Park. Click. That's all we had to go with. 
I dropped everything I was doing and I left and I didn't bother, you know, like following the speed limit or anything. I just said, okay, well, let's go. We gotta find her. Well, let's hurry and get there as fast as we can. You have to follow every lead, right? You have to keep hope alive. You know, it's it's like how my eye cream feels. It's like, you gotta, you gotta try it all. Throw everything at it. You know what I mean? The eye cream's like, what do you think? I'm a fucking miracle worker. Honey, I had this hemorrhoid the size of Montana. I went through every option on TikTok. Apple cider vinegar, castor oil, all of it. I prayed to Buddha, Allah, Jesus, Satan. None of them showed up. Yeah. But wait, what was that? What? Joey, it's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> No one can help you with your hemorrhoids, you dirty, dirty homosexual. Thus saith the Lord. Listen, that, that's your punishment from God. You're going to play Welcome to My No-No Place? He's going to send you a hemorrhoid. <laughs> Joey! I told you to make out with Sally Ketchum in the ninth grade, Joey! I said just do over the clothes stuff! You said no! Joey, I told you you shouldn't have bought the greatest hits of Cher. Now all you crave is Barbara Streisand and butt stuff. The Holy Ghost. Wow, he's wow. such a hoot. Listen, it's September, it's fall, the Holy Ghost comes. So Sister Shelda is searching the park. She thinks she sees her. It's not her. She keeps looking. There's no sign of her. And then Sister Shelda takes a page out of your book, Yellen, and she uses the Google machine. Yeah. So when I Google City Park on Google Map, it was kind of odd. The icon on the map, it showed a spot in the middle of a hotel that said City Park, but that's not what the hotel was called. I said, what the f- is this? I was like, well, screw it. Let's just go over there. She's a DB. Yeah. She graduated from DB University with, is that a tip? Because I'm going to follow it. <laughs> exactly. And she might have didn't get in the car. We're going to a place called City Fucking Hotel in the worst part of town. Let's go. Yep. So they pull in and there was this dude at the entrance of the parking lot on a bike with a walkie talkie. She's like, very odd for someone to be watching the entrance of a hotel. The other one was over here by the trash dump. He's sitting there on his bicycle with the walkie-talkie. The third gentleman was standing right here by the tree with his bike also, and he also had a walkie-talkie. And I was like, that's weird. Three guys around the motel sitting there just watching us. And they're watching everything that we did. By the way, do you know what a group of scary men is called? A podcast. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's Congress. Um. (laughs) Keep them coming, honey. Keep them coming. You know what a group of scary men is called? Spring Break in Daytona. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what a group of scary men is called? What? Recreational soccer team. (laughs) Do you know what a group of scary men is called? What? A reunion tour of my exes. (laughs) She pulls it a little further and she doesn't find a bunch more men. She finds nothing but murder vans. But there was vans lined up all the way right here, all the way up to maybe like right here. Different license plates throughout the state. And the vans were with dark tinted windows, no logos on the vans. I have seen some scary shit in my life, but there is nothing scarier than an unmarked white murder van with a different state plates. Yep. Just a row of them. And Sister Shelda was like, I'm scared. I didn't feel comfortable being there. What scared me a lot was that I know that human trafficking does happen in Albuquerque. That's what made me 
afraid of, you know, what if. That's when we meet the district attorney for Bernalillo County, Raul Torres, and his office has worked to recover people who have been trafficked. We're less than 500 miles from the border. We're at the intersection of two interstate highway systems. We have cartels who we know are engaged not only in smuggling firearms and narcotics, they're also engaged in moving human beings. Pepita could very well be a victim of human trafficking. And let me tell y'all, Raul Torres is a down bitch. He really this is. This man, for all the empathy that this police department lacks, Raul makes up for in spades. He really does. And in May of 2020, the family makes arrangements to come and get Pepita's belongings from the home she shared with Nick and his family. And they take her things to someone called the Medicine Man, which is a Navajo elder that performs a ceremony. They do a fire. And then from the fire, the it's called teat. It turns into ash. Before it turns into ash, the medicine man removes it and they use that smoke to see the scene of a loved one. He did tell us that she is still living, but she's being held against her will. She's in a dark room is all he saw. So that brings us to June 10th. 2020, and there is another sighting of Pepita in Albuquerque outside of a grocery store. And Sister Shelda drops everything. She leaves work. She's like, I gotta go. Honey, you know? she graduated from DB University and has a major in Barber. You can handle the phones, right? Because she bolted out of yeah. there. And there was a young lady that was crossing the street. It looked like her from a distance. And I chased her. I saw her coming and I was driving and I turned around, but she walked a little bit faster. I parked at the roadway in and I ran after her. And she finally stopped and she turned around and oh my God, a spit image of her. I was like, oh my God, you look like my sister. She was, I know people has been telling me that. And she said people did approach her a couple of times already and told her, Pepita, your family's looking for you. <gasps> I know, I know. I can't imagine what she felt because she probably was like, I should leave because I'm confusing everyone in this poor family. Yeah. That's when it dawned on Sister Shelda. She's like, all of the sightings that we've had, all of these leads have been you. Yeah. And she had to call her mom and tell her that. I can't remember if I told this on Rabia, but have I told you the story about when a woman thought I was polyclass? Oh, yes. Did I tell it on here? Yes, yeah. you did. Did and I it, tell you about that time that there was a bunch of people who thought I was Polly Shore? Yeah. Someone asked me and they were like, hey, is that big gay Polly Shore? And I went, no, he's a Cunt. <laughs> Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
And so now we fast forward to September 11th, 2021. Pizza has now been missing for about a year and a half with no coverage on local TV. And on September 11th, 2021, a major case of a missing person breaks. Young white woman named Gabby Petito was reported missing and makes national news. The FBI was involved, the New York State Police, and imagine what Pepita's family thought seeing that, oh, this young woman, and listen, this is not Gabby's fault. This is not Gabby's family's fault, but being like this cut through the noise of COVID and we can't even get the police to lift a finger for our daughter, our sister. It is true. I feel bad that Gabby Petito's name is correlated to missing white woman syndrome. Yeah. I really do because she's a human being yeah. as well. But missing white woman syndrome has plagued our media for longer than we have been doing this podcast to sensationalize the beautiful blonde and to disproportionately cover cases. It's just the glaring difference right in front of your face that just must have been so hard for the family to stomach. I know that family doesn't wish any ill will yeah. to the Petito family. Everyone is just trying to love on their own. But cases involving people of color, people of the LGBTQ, indigenous culture, any marginalized groups. I mean, it is downplayed or ignored. And how can you argue that? I just I hate for Gabby's name to yeah. always be correlated because missing white woman syndrome was here long before Gabby Petito lost her life. Yes, it's just that in this particular case, yes. that is when the discrepancy was finally truly acknowledged yeah. in a real way. And even like media sources who are leaning more democratic or liberal finally picked up yeah. on it. You know, it's just sad that it has to come to that. And so the family obviously was angry. And Sister Shelda says, what caught my attention too is like the names. Gabby, her last name is almost similar as Pepita's. I thought that's a sign. We're not going to give up. I'm going to go back out there with my mom and say, hey, Pepita's story needs to be heard. So October 3rd, 2021, they held a rally and we see this all the time, right? It's just to get press coverage, to get more attention, to get people just saying her name. And they talked about the epidemic of violence against Native women. And down bitch DA Raul Torres came and the family was like, what the fuck, Raul? Do you see this? And he was sort of like... In 2017, it was reported that there were 5,700 missing and murdered indigenous women nationwide. Over a five-year period, just in the state of New Mexico, there were over 660 reported missing and murdered indigenous women. How much bigger could that number be? And so finally... Finally, after the begging, the pleading, the calls, the posters, finally, they assign someone to Pepita's case. Well, Raul did. Yeah, finally. This family had to work so fucking hard just to get their kid's name. It's so unfair. It's like, you know, me working to find my orgasm in my 20s, you know? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm trying to lighten the mood. I know. I mean, the thing is, is Raul said, we need to be in a position where we value all of these families. It doesn't matter what you look like or where you come from. We care about you and we're gonna go to every um, length that we can to recover your loved one. Raul, he's fighting the good fight, but my man, 
a little bit too late. Okay, twenty yeah. months—that is way too long for a family to hurt that bad. Yeah, move at a glacial pace, Albuquerque. You By know how that means. fucking thrills me. Shit, our Facebook group could have had more shit done in twenty-two seconds. It's true. Than the Albuquerque Police Department did in twenty months. It's true. So, like you said, Raul assigned two investigators to Pepita's case, and they were able to get warrants for phone records—you name it—and they also looked into the areas where Pepita hung out. They got statements. They created a DNA composite for Pepita. They did it all. Yeah, but y'all, you're 20 months out. You're so far behind. This is almost embarrassing. It is embarrassing. I mean, they're like, I don't know, check the morgues, check some surveillance. You all are embarrassing yourselves and we're all watching you. But you know what's crazy? They still hadn't searched Nick's home. Nope. Or the areas around his neighborhood. And so the problem is this. Like you said, a year and a half is a long time. So Raul was like, I mean, we're doing the best we can with what we have. A silver lining is that Mama Anita, she speaks out. I miss my daughter, Pepita. Miss her smile. She's always in my heart and my mind. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep talking to medias. I'm going to put her name out there, put her picture out there. If you heard something, if you seen something, please say something. I want my daughter home. Mama Anita never set out to be the face of missing persons. She never set out to be an advocate. She wants her daughter. But you know what? I believe that this has probably been very empowering for her and understanding how powerful one voice can be. I did dive a little bit into the epidemic of missing and indigenous women in recent years. Thousands is a good estimate, is a good, is a good lump sum. And another thing that I found time and time again is that this case actually exemplifies it perfectly. And, and it just dawned on me. It's the inaccurate and incomplete data. Yeah. You know, not taking this information, not spreading the accurate information because you can't really get even accurate numbers when this shit isn't reliable or consistent in any way. It's embarrassing. You all, these numbers do not lie. There were 6,000 reports in 2016 and only 116 cases was logged into the National Missing and Unidentified Person System. I am so bad at math, I can't even attempt to do that math. 6,000 reports, 116 logged into the database. It's so important for things to change. And listen, we sit here with a lot of privilege. Mm -hmm. And somebody might say, it's easy for you to condemn the Albuquerque Police Department. What what are you doing? This is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Because I understand the privilege that I walk as a white dude that's six foot and a little bit gay, but a little bit beefy. Pretty hot, too. I, thank you. <laughs> I don't have to walk around New York City scared, but there are plenty of people every single day who are afraid for their life. And there are people every day who are worried that, God forbid, something happens to me. I don't know that I would get the press coverage. I don't know that I would get the attention that every single person on this planet deserves. So sitting here and talking about it is easy, but it's also important to be an advocate for people and to be an ally in a very important way because that's how you get awareness. That's how you raise awareness. That's how we put an end to shit like this.
like this because this can't keep going. Yeah. I mean, part of the reason that we hear about these cases and understand now our own privilege is because of the Internet and because of TikTok and Facebook yeah. and cameras. People talk about, oh, you know, let's go back to the good old days. This stuff didn't happen. Yes, it did. Yes, it, it did. wasn't recorded. Yeah. It wasn't documented in the way that everything is documented now. People document what they ate for fucking breakfast. Yeah. So it is time for things like this to change because nobody, nobody. And I, I my heart breaks looking at Mama Anita because she's trying to find her strength. But that woman is broken because even though she can advocate for her daughter, she hasn't seen her daughter in years. No one should have to experience that. Yeah. I'm sorry. This episode made me really fucking it's okay, angry. baby. You can get mad. We're here. Normally, I would give the National Domestic Hotline number for anybody who might need it. But today I want to tell you guys about Strong Hearts, which is a native helpline because Indigenous women, American Indian, Alaskan Native women suffer some of the highest rates of violence and murder in the United States. And it infringes on basic safety. Only a small percentage of those people reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline. So Strong Hearts is a lifeline to Native American, Indigenous and Alaska Natives that are impacted by domestic and sexual violence. They offer culturally appropriate anonymous confidential service, and that is available 24-7. If you find yourself in this kind of need and you are listening or you know somebody who does who is in a bad situation, they might need crisis intervention or any kind of domestic violence education or help or any assistance with any kind of safety, please take this number or share this number. And that is call or text one 844 native That's 762 762- 8483. You can also chat with someone online. You can be a survivor. You can be a family. You can be a friend. You can call with questions. We need to do better. We need to take care of each other better. And of course, Pepita Redhair's case is still unsolved. The Albuquerque Police Department made a statement recently acknowledging the history of domestic violence between Pepita and Nicholas. Oh my God, thank you for wow. acknowledging facts that, that must actually. Have, that must have taken a lot of courage. Actually happened. Call the Albuquerque Police Department at 505 242 2677 or don't and reach out to the fucking family on their Facebook page, which is Pepita Redhair. Because honestly, I don't even know if I've ever said that. I think we've said that one other time. I think this police department failed this family and failed this woman, and it's very upsetting. And this was a little bit of a heavier episode. Thank you for going on and loving us anyway. Say something funny. Well, I don't have anything to say except I think. The Holy Ghost does. Ellen, I heard you were missing your orgasms from your 20s. <laughs> I've got them for you. Would you like me to give them to you? Yeah. I bet you would, you naughty, naughty little girl. Do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you walk the walk, but you can't talk the talk. <laughs> What is happening? Oh, man. I have to say, well, I learned a lot of statistics today that I was not aware of. And I'm so glad that I know them now. It's it's important. It is important. And it's important. And we don't talk about it enough. And that's why we're here. But I'm really glad we launched this new chapter of our comedy podcast with one of the heaviest episodes we've ever covered. We love this family. We feel for this family. And we will be donating our, I think not $1,000 to Pepita Red Hair's reward fund. Like we have said in our past episodes, we will keep you updated as 
to exactly when all of that has gone through. But rest assured that if there is anything we can do to help, we understand it is a very, very small, tiny contribution, but it is what we feel in our hearts that we can do right now. Yeah. And if you feel so inclined, please help them as well. And if you would like to have more of us, maybe some more lighthearted stuff like Who the Bleep Did I Marry or Pink Collar Crimes, over to our Patreon yeah. to have a little giggle today. Go to patreon.com slash thinknot and there's a bunch of really, really stupid stuff that you can listen to. Also, follow us on social media. We're doing some fun work over there on the TikTok. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at IThinkNotPod. You can also join our Facebook group where we have changed the rules up and it's great. Like, we really want to discuss true crime more and we think that you'll be happy with the changes we've made. Yeah, we have personal stuff. We have our fun, personal little kiki days and those are Wednesdays and Sundays where you can post anything you want and anything else we're going to keep it show specific we're going to keep it true crime specific we're going to talk some crime and we're going to make a difference and we're going to do it together and you can find that at the I Think Not Pod Facebook discussion group also you can follow me on Instagram at it's Joey Taranto and you can follow Ellen on Instagram at Ellen with a Y Marsh well we have some changes up here at I Think Not you can always slide into our DMs but one thing that has not changed is our love for this show for each other and for you all that's right I love you, Joey. I love you too, Yellen. Love you now, bitches. Love you. Bye. Bye. They moved into Nick's parents' home about six months after they started dating. What did I just Before say? Before they started dating? Oh, yeah. Oh, we said you want to date me? We can be like the lobsters. They hold claws. <laughs> Do you really have a fear of a hot air balloon? Yes, I don't. I have to tell you, I love roller coasters, but I do have a certain fear of heights. Um, really? Well, a hot air balloon is like, it's kind of you just in a basket. Right. I mean, you're literally just in a basket. Yeah, I, I know. Just ask Dorothy. Yeah. Pay no attention to that homosexual behind the curtain. Thank you, Romy Michelle. Oh, yeah, well, who lost their virginity first? Oh, big woo to your cousin, Barry. I wouldn't brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> who's the Romy and who's the Michelle? I don't know. I'm Janine Garofalo. I'm getting cheese fries. <laughs> Fine. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.